Hey, everybody. Welcome in. This is The Skull Hop. My name is Evan. We've got Austin over here. Hello. And we're just a couple of dudes from Iowa. We love the Vikings and we love drinking beer. What are we drinking today? We have some beers from Reunion Brewery in Iowa City. Um, right now, I am drinking the Amber Ale, and it is very delicious. And I've got the Tank Puncher IPA. Yeah, little See bit that of five a, times fast. Little, yeah, a little better of a name, more <laughs> more uh, exciting than Amber Ale. But I, I'm actually partial to Amber Ales myself, yeah, which is why is I bought it. It's but a good one. We have a tradition that we only drink Iowa beer while we're recording these episodes. Yes. So every week you tune in. We will feature a different Iowa beer. Hopefully yeah. we don't come to the end of Iowa beer. I don't think that's possible. I think we're good. Yeah. We've got a lot to choose from. Maybe we shouldn't be like trying different ones from the same brewery. Like we could like pause on a brewery for a little while and try go Ooh. through their beers. It's a good call. Yeah. We'll figure it out. There's some good ones locally too that oh, we haven't yeah. featured yet. So we'll get to that. We could we even got. brew our own. Oh. The skull hop. As long as it's brewed in Iowa. That's true. It would have to be. We can drink it. All right. None of that Illinois swill over Ooh. here. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so if you listen to our first episode, uh, we spent some time discussing all things off-season so far. Um, I believe our last episode was recorded around the beginning of May. Um, it's now a month later. It's June 4th, and... We're going to continue to talk about the offseason. Obviously, it's kind of a slow time mm -hmm. in the NFL, um, but there are still things that are happening. So we've got a list of things to kind of chat about here. And then I think eventually we'll talk about the schedule yeah. as well. Yeah. But let's start with the offseason. Um, we've had some some big things. Well, uh, some movement. Some movement. Yeah. Significant. Maybe not huge. Yeah. But um, first one, Big Z. He's gone. Yeah. I think it was like two days after we recorded the first episode. Um, the Vikings, uh, they did a trade with Cleveland. And uh, they improved a couple of draft picks. They didn't get too much back. But um, what they did get was some some uh, salary cap relief. And Zedaria Smith is now a Cleveland Brown. Brown? Brown. There's Brown. no D in that team. Ah, but Zedaria <laughs> Smith is on the D, I guess. So there we go. Yeah, Brown D. That's yeah. what you're going for. The Browns defense. We'll go with that. Okay. <laughs> right. So yeah, he's he's gone, which is kind of sad. I mean, he his first half of the season last year was elite. I mean, he was a Pro Bowler last year, but I think it was based off his first half of the year. He kind of slowed down. I don't know if he had some injuries. He never missed any games, um, but. He kind of slowed down, so, and it's not immediately hurtful to lose him because he kind of slowed with the rest of the defense slowing down. Oh yeah, the defense struggled mightily mm -hmm. down the stretch, and so yeah, right after the season, he kind of tweeted like, uh, "Thanks, Vikings and fans, I loved you, love playing for your team." And then nothing, nothing happened. happened. <laughs> so I think he would have ultimately. I don't think he loved his uh, salary, which okay and i think he would have ultimately kind of respectfully forced his way off the team anyway so good for the vikings to get a little bit nothing crazy and good for him for being in a spot where hopefully he 
Hopefully he does well, just not against our team. He was on a one-year contract, wasn't he? So he had signed, I believe it was a three-year contract. Oh, um, so he was still under contract. I think there may have been like a void year or something. They like to do those things. Sure. Um, but yeah, he was on a three-year. He was fully under contract, and uh, he he didn't love it. So it was weird to see that post by him. Yeah, it was definitely... It wasn't even cryptic. It was just like, yep, yeah. I'm out. Thanks for the I'm memories. <laughs> Have a good one. It was very abrupt. Yeah. And then nothing happened. He was mm. still on the roster. And yeah, yeah. it was kind of weird. But but I guess it worked out. And gone. hopefully he doesn't do anything against our team ever. But you know, good for him. Good Goodbye. And best of luck. Best of luck. Exactly. Speaking of another defensive player um, that's now a former viking mm-hmm. he's also now a former commander yeah yeah cam dantzler so they cut him right after the season yep he didn't he didn't really have a chance he his vikings career started off with a flash i think he was a third round pick and uh, he looked like he was a rising star he was doing some good things had that unforgettable uh strip fumble from Amir Smith Marset. Oh, that was awesome. To uh solidify that win against the Bears last year and that was amazing. Uh you probably his hot, like, it's probably his best moment. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh but yeah, he kinda went downhill. Again, he went down as the defense went down yep. and uh he lost his job to a Caleb Evans essentially and um yeah, he never never really came back up and then cut right after the season ended. Um but the commanders picked him up pretty quick after that. And then they just and cut him again. Yeah. It's like they went through OTAs and didn't see what they wanted to see, and he was gone. So yeah. I, I don't know. He'll get picked up You somewhere. think so. He's good enough. I mean, he's better than the XFL, you know. like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He'll he'll get somewhere. Um, but, yeah, I don't know what he is, like, personality-wise. I don't know if he got in his own head, and that's why his play was suffering. No clue, but... Best of luck he, to him. He might have been a victim of Zimmer's coaching style a little bit. Did he ever overlap? Yeah, he overlapped with Zimmer. Yeah. He wasn't yeah. a rookie last year. Okay. No, he was in like his second or third year yeah. last year. But I think he was, he, he flashed pretty quickly as a rookie. And then I think Zimmer put a lot of trust in him. And mm-hmm. then he quickly lost that trust. Yeah. Zimmer was notorious for putting a lot of trust into specifically cornerbacks that, yep. you know, the fans were pretty ready to move on. Um, you know, I've got faces to names, but I mean, Xavier Rhodes, he, uh, he kind of wore out his welcome in the fans eyes a little bit, but Zimmer wouldn't let him go. Yep. Um, what was his name? Bashad Breland from Breland. a couple of years ago. Yep. He just kept not playing good and Zimmer kept making him play. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, so, yeah. I think Dantzler was a victim of that. I think Dantzler could have fit well with this Kevin O'Connell, Brian Flores Maybe. system had they kept him around. I think he had declined a lot, and I think it was it was time to move on. Yeah, I, sh- I should know this, but I wonder if he was cut before Flores was hired. Mm. I think he was, but I would have said maybe Flores just didn't like him i don't know but i think he was cut before flores was hired that could be so yeah anyways on the other side of the ball tight end ben ellison 
Yeah. Three-year Viking, four years in the league total. Mm-hmm. He's retired. He's yeah, done. he just announced that a couple of days ago. And, uh, you know, he wasn't a big stats guy. I think he had like three or four catches with the Vikings total. Mostly a blocking tight end. Yeah, but... um. Yeah, it's kind of kind of sad because I'm pretty sure it's injury motivated is why he retired. Yeah, um, I think he he put out in his Instagram post that you know he's happy to be able to walk away from the game. Um, so hopefully he's healthy enough that he's he's still got a good long life. He's 26 years old. He's got forever forever to go, you know, in his life. So hopefully football hasn't ruined everything for him. Um, maybe he still have the he'll have that nagging injury maybe when he's 60 from his playing days but yeah it is kind of sad to see a promising young player have his career cut short but uh good for him to have that the guts to make that tough decision kind of an Andrew Luck early retirement yeah without all the success (laughs) yeah that Andrew Luck thing that probably still hurts Colts fans definitely oof well anyways let's stop talking about players that aren't there anymore. yeah and let's, let's talk, talk about, about the ones that are yeah um because otas have started mm-hmm. and that means there's been kind of an uptick in um both official and unofficial vikings twitter mm-hmm. activity um almost daily highlight videos just little one minute recaps of um some of the big moments that are happening and yeah yeah it it's just exciting. Yeah, like I like watching those one-minute highlights, you know, with the, the yeah. upbeat music, and you see, you know, a quarterback throw a really far pass, and maybe you don't see where that pass goes, but it's all exciting, and everybody's, you know, undefeated right now, and it's cool to see some of the new draft picks in their practice jerseys. and Get yeah. you excited for fall. Oh, yeah. For sure. And we're definitely seeing some more of that, uh, some more of those young defensive backs that got a little banged up last year. Yeah. Um, Lewis Seen, he had a pretty gruesome injury in London last year. Had to stay there for a while. Had surgery in London. Um, Was it kind of like Teddy Bridgewater esque? Do you think? Or well, we've worse? officially never really known what happened to Teddy Bridgewater. But I mean, if you go back, don't go about, back and what watch about the Alex injury. Smith, like, is it Alex Smith? Did you have you ever seen his? No. His oh leg, no, I haven't. His leg after he broke it. Didn't that like get like spirally twisted? I don't know. I that remember, was and he I came remember back. seeing pictures of it and it was gruesome. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know what Lewis Seen's injury. Well, was if like if you like that, gory stomach churning um, <laughs> injuries, look up Lewis Seen's injury in London and yeah, it's like his foot hit the ground and it just just shattered. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, but he's been back, and in those one-minute-long YouTube videos of OTAs, he's he's been looking okay. I think they showed a video of him uh, intercepting an underthrown pass the other day, and he's uh, he's fully back, fully not injured anymore, which is amazing. Like yeah. you think about going through an injury like that, less than a year later, you're playing professional football. Like that's kind of crazy. So good for him. Hopefully, it turns into production this year. And you've got. Andrew Booth Jr. and a Caleb Evans back. Both yeah. of them were kind of plagued with injury last year. We saw them at points, mm-hmm. um, but they didn't finish the season healthy and yeah. were out quite a bit. Yeah, Andrew Booth, I feel like, I mean, he was a second-round pick last year. There's a decent amount of hype for him, and he never really got off the ground. You know, he just, I, I don't know, was it a hamstring injury or some, some like leg that. injury that yeah. just never left him alone? And maybe it was a multitude of injuries, but... 
it seems like he's back and um so hopefully that'll be good for our young cornerback room i've talked about it last episode how that's a a weak point right now it looks like um and then also caleb evans like he he made some flashes he kind of he cut cam dantzler pretty much like he he stepped in when dantzler wasn't playing well and and then he got he got some scary concussions and you know that's that's not good right now you know especially the the in the news those concussions are a big deal and that can end a guy's career early so it looks like he's back. He's talked about how he has a plan and what he's changing for his play style and stuff for concussions. Maybe he has a different helmet. I don't know, but it seems like he's back. And that's maybe we see him with the the guardian cap at <laughs> practice. Maybe, maybe at yeah. His OTAs. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, those three guys. They, you know, seems like this the what the the world is right in front of them. They can be really good players for us this year. Lot to be optimistic about in the young secondary. For sure. Especially after a, a pretty tough year last year. Yeah. Yeah, that that we don't talk about that of <laughs> that that last year for defense was pretty pretty rough. Yeah. It made for some exciting come from behind wins though. But it did. Yeah. Uh, don't don't make us come from behind anymore. Defense. Brian Flores is here. He's gonna fix the team. And then he's probably gonna coach himself into a head coaching job the year after. So let's not talk about that either. <laughs> we wanna we wanna be good for a while. Yeah. Number twelve isn't in the division anymore. No. So forget that guy. Exactly. So <laughs> I I don't know. We have one less problem mm-hmm. now. And I mean, I'm saying it. Kirk Cousins, he is the best quarterback in the division. Come at me. Come tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong, Jared Goff fans. Definitely tell me I'm wrong, Justin Fields fans. Hundred percent agree. Yeah, Jordan Love will have a hard year. I think. I think. He will I sure struggle. hope so. I think he will struggle, and I think, uh, truth be told, I think Justin Fields will struggle too. Yeah, I'm not a Fields believer. I wanted him that draft night when the Vikings. It seemed like he was going to fall to the Vikings. I wanted him bad, but I mean, he's a running back. Yep. He, he's an elite athlete, but I don't believe in him as a quarterback. Yeah, it'll be very interesting to see what happens with the Bears. I think it'll be interesting to see what happens with the Lions this year too. Yeah, I'm more, I'm actually afraid of the Lions right now. We'll get to that because yeah, we'll talk schedule in yep. a minute. But we would be remiss if we didn't talk about Dalvin Cook yeah. because it's June fourth as of right now, and June first is kind of a milestone in the league year. Mm-hmm kind of turns a new page is that the official new league year uh i don't know it's something it has to do with salaries so anyways a lot of vikings fans were expecting dalvin cook to be traded Mm -hmm. within the last couple of days and as of 1 19 p.m (laughs) hold on let me let me check twitter before you say that there may have been news all right you check Uh, that but i'll say (laughs) as far as we know dalvin cook is still a viking yep for the time being, which is surprising for several reasons. Um, obviously, Alexander Madison um, signed a new contract. Yeah, he's making more than backup money now, yep. and I'm I'm good with that. But and that move was made what a month ago, two months ago. It was right away at the beginning of free agency, like maybe even right before free agency officially started, because he was he was about to be a free agent. Um, and so we, we kind of saw the writing on the wall there that maybe Alexander Madison is now moving into that starting 
uh, running back role, and Dalvin Cook is on his way out. Yeah. Um, but as of right now, still a Viking. Yeah, he's still on the roster. Um, and we can both agree on the field, we are huge Dalvin Cook fans. You know, Absolutely. even I, I, I think he's, I guess I don't know, off the field, you know, personality wise, he seems like a good dude. Um, he he is good to have on the team, um, but his salary is pretty high. He's definitely one of the highest paid running backs, and my opinion is that you you shouldn't pay running backs a whole lot because that's a injury riddled position, and I mean it's not good to rely on one guy for that position. So it will be good for the dollars when when they're able to trade him or I think if they're not able to work a trade, he's going to be cut anyway. So yeah, I don't think either way he's going to be a Viking this year. So the two destinations that have been highly speculated for Dalvin cook are Buffalo and Miami. Yeah. Where do you think he ends up between those two? So I think, uh, he could end up somewhere else. Yeah. Well, a trade could send him anywhere. True. Um, but, I feel like it makes sense for the Dolphins because, you know, that's his hometown team. Um, He played college in Florida. He, I assume, has family down there. From what I've heard is he, after his surgery, you know, this offseason, he's just been living down there. I think he does that all the time, which, good for you. Florida's beautiful. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I think if I had to put my money on it, I'd say the Dolphins. Um, The Bills make sense, too. His brother's over there. They have a need for an elite running back. He is an elite running back. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised of either of those teams, but my money would be on the Dolphins. So one last item here, talking about the offseason. Typically, teams will make a cut that no one's expecting mm-hmm. at some point in the offseason. Yeah. Who, who is on the chopping block in your mind? So I think you're you're right. There are there seems to be every year at least one guy from every team that gets cut, you know, at the end of training camp and surprises all the fans and everybody. Um but I think this year a surprise cut could be Cam Bynum. Uh he was essentially a starter last year. I think he was just the uncontested uh starter alongside Harrison Smith. Um his position as a starter was only even more solidified when Lewis seen had his gruesome injury. But like we were talking about earlier, he's looking healthy, looking better. And that may pave the way for, you know, a more expensive veteran, which I don't think Cam Bynum is a huge hit to the salary cap, um, but paved the way to, you know, get a little bit younger at that position and get rid of Bynum. I like Bynum. I don't want him to be cut. He's good. Yeah, he's not he's yeah. not a pro bowler, but he's good. But I think that could be a one surprise. He seems Bynum seems kind of like a a hype man in the locker room. He's he's very vocal, kind of in your face, not in a bad way, but yeah, from some of the stuff I've seen, he's just like a positive yeah. locker room guy yeah. for sure, and pretty vocal that way. But you're right, he's maybe slightly above average on mm-hmm. the field. Yeah, he'd be like a in Madden, he'd be like a 79 you know like he, he's not a bad player but definitely not a pro bowler or anything right right um, what about you do you have a name that could be a surprise i think as much as i don't want this to happen 
Um, and I'm not trying to speak this into existence by any means. Don't dare. But I w- wouldn't be surprised if CJ Ham mm. uh, doesn't make the 53-man roster. Okay. I would not be surprised. Um, reason being, the fullback position is really fading mm-hmm. in the NFL. I'd, I think the Vikings are one of only a handful of teams that carry a fullback on yeah. the, the active 53-man roster. And they don't use him very much. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they pay him very much. I don't know what his hit is to the salary cap. It's not a ton. Yeah, it's not going to move the needle either way too much. But I could see, you know, a little bit of maneuvering that way by Kwesi to free up some money, free up another roster spot. I suppose something you and I hadn't talked about when we talked about this earlier was the fact that... um teams can carry three quarterbacks yeah right like that could be you know one of those things that management considers is it worth it to have a fullback and only two quarterbacks yeah or is it worth it to have a third quarterback suited up ready to go just in case the worst of the worst happens yeah i think um you know in that world ending scenario like the niners had in the nfc championship game you'd do anything to have another guy who can yeah. throw the ball. Yep. Um, but, and teams could always carry as many quarterbacks as they wanted. It's just on game day, you could have an emergency quarterback that doesn't suit count towards up. that 46 man, you know, suit sure. up roster. Sure. Um, but yeah, I, that's a interesting thought on that. If, if you have, especially if there is, um, I don't know if they signed like a undrafted free agent fullback, but if there is a guy that plays good enough, maybe you do save a little bit by cutting CJ Ham. I don't want him cut. He's uh he is on that Adam Thielen level of absolutely. fan love and yep. uh absolutely. Yeah. It would definitely be a surprise. I know people that know him. Like yeah. <laughs> I'm not that far separated from yeah, the six CJ degrees Ham. of CJ Ham. I'm only like two degrees nice. separated nice. from all CJ. Right. Ham. Well, now so. that we said all that, maybe we should try really hard to get him on the podcast. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I know people that know him. All right. So uh, could, uh, breaking news. Oh, uh, we will have CJ Ham on the podcast. It's maybe. Sometime. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> or if you're maybe listening, not. CJ. <laughs> Putting out the up. CJ ham call the <laughs> all right let's move on here uh let's talk about the schedule um just general thoughts i'm gonna pull it up here so we can both be looking at it yeah because we've spent some time looking at this already and when the schedule first came out we'd kind of texted back and forth i was in the middle of track season so mm. i was a little preoccupied um when the schedule first came out but now that we've had some time to digest, what are some general thoughts? Yeah. Well, right off the bat, I know we didn't plan on talking about preseason just because it's preseason. That's still basically well, we training camp. It. But one thing they did announce last week um, is that they're going to have joint practices with, I believe it's the Titans and the Cardinals. Oh, nice. So, uh, you know, the week I didn't know that. The week before the Titans game, uh, they'll be here, here in Minnesota, um, with joint practices, and then again the next week with the Cardinals. Cardinals will be in Minnesota practicing with them too, which there you go. Um, I heard it on the radio. Somebody said, those are really cool, but 
that is even lessening the importance of the preseason because you're going to get all your your one on ones. You know the the first teamer first teamers against the first teamers. You're going to do that in practice. Yeah. Um, so we may not see that as fans as much. Um, that may mean that the starters play even less during the preseason, which is okay. You'd hate to have a huge injury in the preseason when you don't have to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just thought that was interesting. It's cool when you can get joint practices going as long as they you know, make it meaningful and don't just have fights every day because that happens too, which oh is yeah. entertaining. But Oh, yeah. Well, it's it's just not the time or the place necessarily either. Like, yeah, I don't know. But I will say, um, being up in Minnesota in August, that's yeah. a good spot. That is the reason Minnesotans live in Minnesota. They don't live there because they love January. <laughs> and if you're a Minnesotan that loves January... Oof. Tell me I'm wrong. That's okay. I'll, I'll I'll eat that one, but I can't imagine. We live in Iowa, and the winters are bad enough. That's true. They're That's even true. worse up in Minnesota. Oof. But anyways, August. It's lovely. Yes. Late late August, early September. It's lovely. All right. Um, regular season now. Let's just run through, like, just even looking at the first eight games. We alternate home away, home away for the first eight weeks. Yeah. Um, starting the season off at home with Tampa Bay. And then we roll right into a Thursday night game. Four days later. At Philadelphia. Yeah. That sucks. God help anyone that chooses to go to Lincoln Financial that day because you are putting your personal safety (laughs) at risk. And those, uh, I don't have nice words for Philly fans. So... I will never go there, but yeah. Um, and we'll go game by game. I think next episode we talked, we're going to actually like do some predictions on wins and losses and stuff like that. But it is interesting that you're going to play, the Vikings are going to play two full NFL games in a span of four days. Yeah. That's tough. That is tough. And not only is it tough to do at any point in the season, I think it's, really tough to do at the beginning of the season oh yeah well and especially when i mean you're the second game you're traveling yeah so hard i i don't know they're gonna have to do a lot of prep for the first even three games of the season they're basically gonna have to have their game plans totally done and i'm not a coach i've i don't know how nfl coaches plan out their whole game plans but i mean just timing wise like Coach O'Connell's not sleeping, you know, in yeah. those those that first week of the season. Like, there's not enough time to even recover. Can you imagine if somebody twists an ankle, you know, a little bit in the Buccaneers game, and then has to try to play four days later? Like, yeah, I I don't know. I think if you get hurt week one at home against the Bucks, I don't know that you're playing week two at Philly. Oh yeah, easily. It, it may even because I mean that the next game is, you know, the 24th. So in the span of 14 days, you have finished three games, games, Yeah, which is crazy. That is crazy. I'll just say it again. That sucks. Yeah. It's it's a hard (laughs) way to start the season from there. It kind of goes somewhat back to normal, but we have to, we have to play the chiefs. Yep. That'll be interesting. Early October. And that's a, that is not a noon game, which I mean, no. the the rhetoric rhetoric has been that the Vikings as a whole and even Kirk Cousins play best during their noon games. So that Chiefs game is a three twenty five, 
and it is is that at home yeah it's yeah yeah well at least it's at home but you're just coming off the week before playing that emotional game against adam thielen in carolina yep um but yeah it's kind of a gauntlet to start off the season and you mentioned it earlier going home away home away home away through week eight and then week nine is another away so hopefully that'll that gauntlet will you know make the rest of the season a little bit or a little bit easier some optimism though um we go to chicago and to green bay in october yeah that's that's the first thing i thought when i saw the schedule is you don't have any cold games yep in theory like i mean looking at it maybe cincinnati in december maybe you're looking a little bit of coldness but other than that, yeah, I mean, Denver might be a little cold at Denver, November nineteenth. Yeah, kind of chilly. Yeah, but, but you're not. You, you think that you're playing the Packers week seventeen, December thirty first, but that's at home. So like, yeah. you're you're not going to Lambeau in the Arctic tundra. Like, and then you know to end the season against Detroit, they play inside. That might even let's hope those are cheap tickets. Maybe we can get a skull hop trip to to Detroit. And go see that game. We'll skull hop on a plane. Yeah, head to Detroit. <laughs> a skull, skull skip and a hop. Let's go. There you go. <laughs> um, speaking of Detroit, though, twice in three weeks. Yeah, that's interesting. You have three divisional games. You know, between New Year or between Christmas Eve and the end of the season, and Detroit twice, which. They they were the toughest team in the division the second half of the year. Absolutely. I mean, they beat the Vikings. I don't have any problem saying at the end of the year, Detroit was probably a better team. They were playing better than the Vikings. They were playing better than us. They were playing better than the Packers. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, they were the best team in and the division at the end of the season. I think for currently sure. they're the betting odds favorite to win the division this year, which that's hard to refute. I mean... You can say what you want about individual players on the team, but like Jared Goff, make fun of him. But if he plays well, he's still playing well. Like, I, yeah, and I'm uh, hoping Dan Campbell's a heck of a coach. Uh, I mean, players just, run through brick walls for yeah, him. Yeah, he's very motivational yeah. for sure. So I'm more afraid of the Lions than I've been of any NFC North team. And if in, they're if they're booming, yeah, at the end of the season, it's that's gonna that's let's gonna just, suck. Let's just hope. Because the schedule always looks way different, you know, at the end of the year than it does when it first comes out. And we'll do this. We're going to pencil in wins and losses next episode. But, like, it'll be fun at the end of this season to look back at those wins and losses that we penciled in to see how wrong we were because teams are way different. You never know what rookie is going to explode. And maybe the Panthers are going to be the next Chiefs because of their rookies. You know, like, you never know. Well, and I mean, looking back on last season, like I don't think anybody would have expected the Vikings to be as good as they were. Yeah, to win 13 games, that exceeded my thought. New head coach, a lot of question marks all over the roster, and then all of the defensive woes that we went through in Mm -hmm. the later half of the season. Like, yeah. And, I mean, some historic moments, too. Like, greatest comeback of all time. Yeah, that was fun. Huge win against the Bills. Mm -hmm. Like, I did not expect us to win the game against the Bills. There was, was like four different times at the end in the last minute <laughs> that I was convinced the Vikings were going to lose, and then I was convinced they were going to win. I walked out like 
Yeah. My my dad was here mowing my lawn. <laughs> I was going to go help my father-in-law with something. My wife was watching the game and I left. Oh, and we man. were like, it was the end of the game and it looked like we were going to lose. Mm-hmm. And then the fumble happened in the end zone. We got the ball back. I pushed think it to overtime. I think that is the game that I first enacted the ice cream rule for my <laughs> kids. When That's a great rule. By oh, way. yeah. And it's I can't take credit for that rule. I saw it on a viral video. But yeah, whenever the Vikings win, our family gets ice cream. All right. We've got to start to wrap it up here. But before we do, one definite win. Like we will absolutely win this game and one definite loss. We will probably lose. Not probably. We will lose this game. What are yeah. you thinking? All right, Ev. My definite win, the one that I know for sure at this moment the Vikings will win, is when they travel in Ooh, week nine game. to Atlanta. <laughs> they are winning that football game. Fair enough. That will happen. Write it down and make fun of me when I'm wrong. But they will win that game. Okay. So definite win. Austin says week nine, November 5th at Atlanta. Yes. All right. Noted. All right, Ev. What's your, your definite win? And then we'll go on to our definite losses. Definite win. I think I'm going to be a little more conservative here. But I think we take care of the Bears at home. Okay. Monday. It's Monday Night Football, November 27th. My birthday is four days before that. I think they're going to give me a late birthday present and beat the Bears at home. On that talking point, if the Vikings ever give me a birthday present on February 7th, we will all be happy campers. (laughs) 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 All right. So you're saying the Bears. Monday night, definite win in week 12. I mean... We've struggled against the Bears mm-hmm. at times mm-hmm. in recent history, and we've struggled on Monday night. So I mm-hmm. think we rectify both of those things at home going into the bye week. Our bye week is week 13. Yep. So I think we get the dub Monday night, week 12, at home against the Bears and head into bye week with some some good vibes. All right. All what right, you, definite losses. What do you think we – yeah, where do you think we lose for sure without All a right. doubt? My 100% loss, without question, will be... Don't pick the one I'm going to pick. <laughs> I, I'm not going to pick the one you're going to pick. It will be week 12, Monday night, against the <laughs> Bears. <laughs> All right, that's not what I was going to pick. And uh, it's funny because I had chosen that as my definite loss before I knew what your definite win was. Wow. Um, just because the week before, you're coming home from Denver, which, I mean... Traveling to Denver, regardless of if the Broncos are good not, good or not, you made the point earlier, I think, off mic, that it's it, it's hard to travel to Denver and play. Just their elevation, uh, schedule. Um, so you're coming off that. It's a back-to-back primetime games. Um, you've played a late Sunday game, so that kind of cuts out a whole day of prep for you into the next week. And then a Monday night game in a time when everybody will be watching the entire world will be watching because you know Thanksgiving just came it's Monday night football it's a classic NFC North division game i think i think this is my definite loss it's going to be too much injuries will have piled up by that point uh, players are already going to be looking at the bye week the next week 
That's my definite loss. All right. Well, we're going to have to remember that next week. Yes. We can't double back on yep. what we've said now. So that's a dub for me, and it's an L for you. All right. So, all right. I think my definite loss, and again, this is maybe a little conservative, but I don't think we make it past the Chiefs okay. at home. Yep. I just I don't see that happening. Now, I think it's a close game. Um, yep. But I don't. I don't know that we. I don't know that we win that one. Yeah, I agree. Um, well, and if you remember the last time the Vikings played the Chiefs, I think it was a couple seasons ago. They, I think it was in Kansas City. They went to Kansas City, played the Chiefs without Pat Mahomes. He was injured that week. I don't so remember. So it that, was their backup, and I wish I remembered who the backup was. Doesn't matter because he beat the Vikings. It was a close game. Came down to the last drive. And the Chiefs came away with a with a win, and uh, going in, everybody's like, "Oh, Mahomes isn't playing. All right, now we have a chance." They did not, so I agree with you. I think that's a good pick. Uh, I, yeah, I think we lose that game. I hope you're wrong, especially especially coming off of the week before at Carolina. That's going to be an emotional game, you, especially yeah. for the guys that have been on the roster for a while, mm-hmm. playing against Adam Thielen. That's tough. Who knows? Dalvin Cook could end up in Carolina. Do they have a running back? I don't know. We should probably know that. <laughs> they traded away McCaffrey, but... Yeah. Yeah. Well, all of that remains to be seen, but we'll make our official picks next and week. lock it in. Or next episode. Next episode. We're hoping it's June 4th right now. Mm-hmm. Hopefully in a month or so, we'll get another episode together. And um, yeah, we're, we're just continuing to kind of iron out the details here we had some technical issues earlier that forced us to make some adjustments but we're learning as we go and <laughs> by the time the season rolls around we'll have this yeah we'll this all ironed out yeah we're hoping to do weekly episodes for this season um i know some podcasts get bold and they do like a two episodes a week like a prediction and then a reaction but no we're gonna do one one a week this year um uh, looking back at the previous game and towards the next game, and yeah, yeah, it'll be great. Well, in the next episode, not only are we going to make our picks mm-hmm. um, for all eighteen games, seventeen with a bye week, mm-hmm. um, but we're also going to coin flip. So yeah. we will let fate decide. That'll be fun to see how accurate that coin will be. And then our homework is going to be getting our wives and our kids. You're going to have more work than I do. Cause That's okay. I'm one extra kid. I will just have, oh, are we doing picks per kid or the kids as a whole? Uh, that's a good question. We'll have to talk about that All right. and figure that out. But one way or another, our kids will make picks, our wives will make picks, and we will make picks. Let's do it. All and the we'll, picks. We'll tell you all about it in the next episode. <laughs> um, in the meantime, follow us social media at the school hop yeah interact with us we'll uh we'll interact with you and maybe it'll be so fun to interact with you that that content we'll talk about on the podcast too so yeah, there you go all right well until next time school school